0: Morning. the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative listener discretion is advised it's awesome they're saying you know what after listening to you and doing the things you were saying you were doing it a little different than everybody else i'm now at uh, a very good level some of these guys were doing five figures one guy was actually doing uh, more than i am Hello everybody and welcome to the AM PM podcast. My name is Manny Coates and I will be your host. And this is the show where we discuss how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the show. As a matter of fact, I was in LA, I was there for an event and I was networking with a bunch of large, huge monthly figure FBA sellers. Guys that are doing seven figures per month. One guy doing eight figures per month. Crazy stuff. While doing that, I was making money. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. So today I want to make an announcement. I actually did this on our Facebook group, uh, FBA High Rollers. If you're not a member, definitely go check it out. Over 7,000 members strong, very active. But I posted in the group while I was in Austin. I was out there for the amazing summit. I was a speaker there for two of the days. And while I was sitting at the bar with Guy, we were uh, there before the event, hanging out, strategizing, talking about different things, I hit, the $1 million sale mark, $1 million sales mark on uh, Amazon FBA private label. And so I'm super excited, a million dollars. I was actually trying to uh, hit way less than that. If you guys go back to the very beginning episodes, the podcast episodes, my goal in episode number one of the podcast was to hit a quarter million dollars by the end of this year. So I was $250,000. You'll also remember that I started this journey back in December so it's only been just over nine months it's not even a full year yet so to hit a million dollars in sales in less than a year Uh, zero to a million dollars in nine months essentially I'm just super super excited and uh, I wanted to share it with you guys and you know there's a lot of you in the group that are crushing it as well Um, I want to start posting some stories and talking to people in our group I'm going to actually start doing this on a regular basis I think where you guys have been with me since the beginning I actually met a bunch of you at the uh, amazing summit came up to me and said hey man I've been listening to your podcast since episode one and we're now at uh, what 70 episodes or so and and it's awesome they're saying you know what after listening to you and doing the things you were saying you were doing it a little different than everybody else I'm now at uh, a very good level some of these guys were doing five figures one guy was actually doing uh, more than I am which was awesome I love hearing that kind of stuff so uh, super awesome I'm gonna break some of the numbers down uh, so that everybody's clear on what's going on here First of all, these numbers, um, as of today, as of the time of the podcast, it's at $1,031,339.53. That does not include merch. By Amazon okay so merch.amazon.com that's a whole separate program I'm actually gonna be doing a series of podcasts on that I generate about twelve thousand dollars per month in sales on that over seventy five thousand dollars so far since I entered the program pretty cool um, but that does not include those figures that's a whole separate thing this is only Amazon FBA private label revenue so A million dollars total units was 29,698 units. Okay, Uh, that's how many products were actually shipped out. Uh, So, 29,000. There was approximately 26,000 total orders over the course of the nine months. The average sales order item was around $39. It says $39.17. So, uh, keeping it pretty high. I always talk to you guys and say, you know what, you should try to go for the higher priced items that's what I think now certainly if you've got lower priced items and you're crushing it that's fantastic I have some products like that as well but when you get into the higher price items, the heavier items, uh, things that cost you you know, $10 or more to actually source, uh, you're going to be eliminating a vast majority of suppliers or sorry, sellers that are going out to these suppliers to actually get this inventory because it's much easier, especially for small guys that are getting in now. Uh, if they have a $2,000 budget to start with, it's easier for them to get you know, a $2 product. They can get a thousand of those, right? Versus if they're getting a $20 product, they can only get a hundred. So they just skip it. They're like, that's ah, too much. It's too expensive. The risk is too high for them. So, and they're gonna run out of inventory very quickly and not have the funds available to reorder. Anyways, a million dollars, uh, profit margins. They, I've always said this in every Periscope and every podcast that I do, that I, I'm not up there at the 40, 50% range that some people are claiming. Um, I just don't see it. I'm somewhere down around the 20% margin range right 20 to 30 percent depending on the month and um, that's kind of where I'm at with this you know and I factor everything in guys so I'm, I'm talking about the shipping costs the manufacturing costs the cost that it takes to get out here um, there's costs once it gets into the ports right and you got uh, import duty fees and you got to get it over to Amazon the packaging all that stuff and once you get it to Amazon and they start fulfilling for you You know, you've got your FBA fees, you got your referral fees, right? Uh, 15% there, and then you have your promos. If it's a new product, you're gonna have promo costs. Typically, you're giving things away at a discount, especially if you're using my launch strategy that I covered, I believe is in episode 24. You're reducing your price point a lot, right? Um, At cost, so you're not, you're actually losing money because Amazon's charging you fees there. So you're losing money there. You're gonna have refunds and returns, right? and, and this doesn't include costs associated with overhead, you know, like uh, any overhead you have and your time and employees and things like that. But um, outside of that, yeah, it eats up a lot. 20% is pretty reasonable, I think. And off off a million dollars, you know, it's $200,000. So not bad, right? I guess it's, uh, it's different for everybody. You know, some people are running on smaller margins, I'd imagine. I've never had somebody tell me that they're running below 20%. I, I seem, I don't know why, maybe, maybe people don't know their numbers or maybe I'm just terrible with what I'm doing because I don't know anybody that's doing less than 20%. Everybody's always way up there, 40%, 50%. I got 60% margins. So um, either people just aren't calculating correctly, they're not being honest maybe, or they just got uh, everything dialed in and they have really good products. But uh, for me, I'm at about, uh, I'm right around 20%, sometimes a little higher. My overall percentage is lower for the whole year than what I am doing per month now, because in the beginning I wasn't very efficient with my pay per click. I wasn't efficient with my launch strategies and promos, and so I lost some money there. I was uh, my my margins were less than they should have been. So let me think. Uh, what else should I mention about this? It was it was awesome. Let me tell you the story though. It's kind of funny. So we're at the bar, and um, you know, there's. Uh, got to be 500 600 amazon sellers um, at the hyatt the hotel we're at all on the wi-fi so the wi-fi is brutal it's terribly slow and at the same time this particular day this was probably uh, when was this this was the i believe the first week of september you guys might have noticed that amazon wasn't updating their sales figures everybody was showing zero dollars for the day so there was a big panic and um, i was logging back into Hello Profit, um, which I use to see where my margins and where everything's at. So that's keeping an accurate total. So I knew I was actually making sales, even though Amazon was saying I wasn't. Um, but I didn't have the total, right, for the, for everything. Um, I was using Amazon statistics to do that. So I was waiting for it to update so I could do a screenshot. And uh, yeah, it was like later on in the evening, because it had been down all day. It was later on in the evening that it updated and we were at the bar and I clicked it and boom, it popped up and it was like $1 000, 000, 3,000 whatever it was um, at the time and uh, I had a drink in hand and gave Guy Guillermo's there with me gave him a you know a toast and it was pretty cool so let me talk about uh, the numbers a little bit more because there's going to be a lot of people that haven't listened to all the earlier podcasts yet and um, they're probably wondering well okay a million dollars but okay how long you been doing it well I've been doing it nine months I started in December okay Um, how many SKUs do you have well I have 13 SKUs up until this point I have I have two new SKUs so I'll have 15 but they haven't sold anything yet they're sitting there in a suppressed state Um, I haven't taken photos or done any I haven't done anything they actually arrived all the inventory and everything arrived um, while I was in Austin so um, I'll have 15 but all the numbers are off of 13 uh, SKUs over four brands I have one account Um, I'm probably going to be doing multiple accounts and separating things by company. you know people say well can you have more than one account you know Amazon doesn't want an individual to have more than one account typically because they feel like you might manipulate the system right I mean if you have five accounts and you're selling you know flashlights you know and and you got uh, five different brands on five accounts you get uh, you can monopolize the first page results with five different companies and five different products. And especially if you have multiple products per company, you could have the entire first page listing. So that would be bad, right? You're monopolizing it. Um, but if, if you were setting up a legitimate company, you know, as a separate account, you've got, uh, it's, it's a corporation or an LLC and, and it's got its own address and phone number and its own brand and tax ID, everything is separate, right? You know, you're not commingling, you're not using the same people, um, it's just you being the uh, founder of both companies you should be fine um, you know you you want to uh, make sure that you're doing everything legitimately and it's going to make things easier when it comes to selling the, the brand later on if that's one of your exit strategies because if you have you know one company and it's got all these brands with all these different things in it and you have a company that comes by and they want to they want to buy one of the brands becomes a little bit more difficult to separate things out so I'm not a professional when it comes to this kind of stuff by any means whether when it comes to the legal side of things the corporate side of things um, the even the selling of businesses I'm certainly going to be hiring people that know what they're doing where that's their profession and bring them in to, to kind of handle this. So my first company or my first account is gonna be a little bit of a mess because I got four brands in there all doing different things and they're all growing. But yeah, the new companies I want to expand in 2017 and get into uh, different marketplaces as well beyond Amazon. So that's another question that people ask as well, are you only selling in the US store or are you selling in Canada, the UK? And are you selling off of Amazon? And the answer to those is no, I'm not selling off of Amazon right now. I have all my eggs in one basket. Bad, bad, you know, slapping my own wrist. But again, it's only been not even a year. So I'm in the process of actually uh, expanding or getting uh, getting the plan together to expand in 2017. Right now I'm gearing up for fourth quarter. And I'm going to talk about that in just uh, a second as well. But um, I'm only selling on the Amazon uh, the the us store amazon.com um i'm not on the amazon.ca the canadian store yet um, everybody i've talked to has said it's just been not that good uh, literally just about everybody, okay? Nine out of 10 people said, just don't do it, it's not worth it. People that are actually selling on the Canadian store have said they're gonna be pulling their products and it's just, uh, they're gonna concentrate their efforts somewhere else. Europe I heard is really good, so I'd probably get into Europe before I get into the Canadian store. I did a podcast episode a few episodes back where (laughs) there's a, I don't know if you'd call it a hijacker, but there's a company there that's listing everybody's product in Canada. So if you go to the you know Amazon.ca store and do a search for your brand, your brand name, you're probably already on there, but it's being sold by another company. Check that out. It's not really impacting most people. Um, but yeah, I'm going to get into the European storefronts, um, hopefully in 2017. I don't have the bandwidth right now for expanding out into 2000, or sorry, into uh, other Stores right now because fourth quarter is coming up. So I'm I'm gearing up for that. We know that sales can jump up a lot, right? 3x, 4x uh, normal volumes. So I'm trying to focus on that, get everything in. I've got a prototype for a new product that I'm working on that I want to get finished and get in. And uh, that's just all, that's just taking all my time. Add on top of that the podcast, the few periscopes that I do when I can, keeping up with our Facebook group, um, the FBA high rollers group, right? That's what we call it and um, also developing the tools that we have over at Helium 10 and uh, you know, all the testing and rolling that out has just kept me just super slammed. I would definitely recommend if you're shooting for big numbers, don't just start off with 10 products. Um, I know, I know uh, it seems like it would be the way to go, especially if you have the funding, but it's a lot harder. You know, I started off with, I, I added things incrementally, but when you add more than one product, now you have multiple things you've got to deal with, right? Not only that product listing, but the keyword research and maintenance of that one product, um, the pay-per-click and managing all of that, the inventory control, right? Going out uh, to your suppliers and finding the product um, or negotiating new rates and bringing it in and tracking it. Now multiply that out by X number of products. Everything just kind of increases, right? So it gets, uh, gets a little bit more difficult. So um, think about that. Think whether that's what you want to do. And um, also, the other thing, one of the biggest topics that we were discussing when I was at the Amazing Summit, when I was dealing with the, or discussing, we were at the bar discussing topics with high-level sellers. These were, I think, almost every single guy I talked to was either a six-figure or seven-figure per month seller. And the issue that almost everybody was running into was cash flow. Almost every single person had loans because there's a point where you can't, afford to buy any more inventory. And I'm kind of in that scenario right now because at the 12 month mark, things open up. Amazon starts providing lending. You can go to all these different services out there that can give you uh, cash, right? But you need 12 months. I'm not at 12 months. Tax returns and things like that, that companies might want um, aren't even there yet. So there's just no history. Uh, so I'm at a point where it's kind of a bummer cause I'm like, man, I need the, I, w- I would love to have an extra, you know, let's just say it's 400 grand uh, that I can put into inventory Right now, for fourth quarter, but it's you know, it's not there. I'm maxing out everything to get all the inventory that we can uh, to get through December. And if I had all these Amazon loans and so forth, I could you know double, triple, quadruple my uh, my profits for the for fourth quarter. But you know, I'm learning as I go. There are options, um, obviously, to raise cash if I want to. I know what those are. I know what it will take, and um, they're just not options I want to take or accept at the moment so I'll I'll wait I'll wait it out and uh, I'm definitely gonna be talking about these things in the near future and bringing on guests that are experts at this kind of stuff but it is a it is an issue that you're going to be running into because you know if you grow very quickly think about this if you start off with $10,000 and you have used it all to get inventory and the thing uh, sells like crazy right Amazon's not paying you for a couple weeks after you've sold these units but you already need to have an order on the way so that when you run out of inventory, you got a you know new inventory coming in, which means you have to float that inventory, right? I mean, you gotta basically pay another 10 grand, let's say, just to maintain the same amount of sales that you have to get that inventory in. So, and if you haven't gotten paid, well, how do you do it? And if you're selling really well, maybe it's not 10,000 now, maybe it's 20,000 or $30,000 that you've got to order worth of inventory. Um, and that's gonna be, you know, if you want to, have really good savings you're gonna send it by boat on you know by sea and that's gonna take a while so it becomes um, becomes problematic in terms of juggling everything you know that your growth rate can actually it can stump you right so to speak so uh, anyways that's where I'm at guys I want to do this episode one million dollars I'm super excited Um, my goal now will be over the next 12 months to hit two million dollars not two million total but an additional two million dollars over the next 12 months so this time next year I'll have hopefully reached three million dollars in total sales. The million that I hit now, plus an additional two million. I'm mentioning it here on this podcast now. I'm not going to step away from FBA anytime soon, um, unless first some crazy reason uh you know time restraints just don't allow me to expand as much as i want um, or i start focusing on the software side more but right now i'm loving the fba business side it's super profitable um not 50 percent margin profitable <laughs> but it's uh, it is definitely profitable and and fun and you know i like learning and and yeah just hanging out with everybody in our group and seeing how everybody else is growing as well